0: The Pre-Game Proverb, a biblical way to start the day. Here's John Raynor. In our Ecclesiastes, Solomon continues along the narrative that the things of the world are worthless. Here he is in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. All things are wearisome. Man is not able to tell it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor is the ear filled with hearing. That which has been is that which will be. And that which has been done is that which will be done. So there is nothing new under the sun. Let's go ahead and hone in on that first verse, where he says, All things are wearisome. Man is not able to tell it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor is the ear filled with hearing. The eye is not satiated with what it sees, no matter what it sees. And the ear isn't content with what it hears. Our senses are never satisfied. We're in a constant state of desire. Look at the richest people in the world. They're always after more. People who cheat on their spouses, they usually end up having more and more divorces. Average Hollywood celebrity gets married four times because they're still trying to find that love and they'll just spend their whole lives looking for it. So meanwhile, we go back to the first part of the verse, all things are wearisome, man is not able to tell it. And that talks about the mundane minutiae of life. It can get so boring that we can't even describe it. This state of discontent has us wandering from one sin to another, just trying to find that fulfillment. So we head into our second verse, where Solomon continues his frustration over this human condition. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9 says, That which has been is that which will be, and that which has been done is that which will be done. So there's nothing new under the sun. End quote. There, Solomon likens the accomplishments of the past and the future as one and the same. An example of this is the expansion of empires. Leaders back in Rome thought that by expanding territory and conquering other nations, a sense of fulfillment would be brought about. And today, Western superpowers continue to expand their nations, and it still has them thirsting for more. So even today, with our creature comforts, the generations that came before us spent most of their lives in one specified area. Maybe once a month or a year, they leave their villages. But other than that, they'd stay put most of their lives. Fast forward now to where we're at, and in mainly this last century, we've mastered air travel. We can be anywhere in 24 hours in the world. And even with communication, back in the day, you'd have to wait for a boat to come to pass on a message to someone in a foreign land. Now today, we've got this pocket-sized computer that can reach anyone in the world at the speed of light. So you think that with all these technological advancements of the last 100 years, we'd be happier, right? We're not, though. We are still after more. In fact, you could argue that all this technological junk has actually made us sadder and more depressed. Since the internet came about, suicide rates have increased by over one-third, or 35%. And that just shows us that all this digital stuff, it doesn't make us happier. So Solomon wrote all this back in 930 BC, before Christ even arrived. And now, almost 3,000 years later, it's still true. Human desire is never fulfilled and human desire cannot be fulfilled. This all goes back to the original sin of Adam, that curse that has us always wanting more sin and thirsting for more things. And the only cure for that curse is Christ, Christ who knew us before time began. We learn this in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5, when Paul says, Jesus predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intention of his will. That means that Christ knew us all before any of this stuff was created. So we should ponder upon that the next time we're sitting around like Solomon was when he's frustrated being unsatisfied with the world. Christ knew us as he hung on the cross, and he did that because he loved us. And I don't think we realize the totality of that. I know we all love our family, but truth be told, how many of us would be willing to sit and hang, not sitting, hang for six straight hours with nails poked into our hands, for someone we loved. Now, it's easy to sit in what's likely an air-conditioned room where you're listening to this and saying, oh, I do that, no problem. But, I mean, could we really do it? I don't know if I could. Could you? Regardless, Christ did do that for us because he knew us and he loved us. He knows every hair on our head. So as we close out here, the new heart that Christ create can create, that is the only thing that can bring about con- true contentment, that Solomon was so longing for when he wrote all this. Good luck out there. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and God bless. The Pregame Proverb with John Raynor. Look for it on all podcast platforms and have it delivered to your smartphone. The Pregame Proverb, proud partners of The Bar, the biblical and reformed podcast network.